Hi guys and welcome back to Don't Tell My Mom podcast. It is your girl Sophia and I'm back again with another episode. I can't believe this is already my 11th episode. Like time is honestly flying by so quickly and I can't believe it's already almost May. Like it's it's going to be my birthday soon for fuck's sakes. Like honestly, I'm going to be halfway to 50 in like no time. You know, I'm I'm getting scared. Anyways, if you are new here, then welcome. I'm glad you could join us. And I hope you like listening to embarrassing stories or me reacting to stories or, you know, me canceling myself. I talk about basically everything and anything. And so nothing is off limits on this podcast. Absolutely nothing. So... Actually, today we're going to be reading and reacting to your lads slash girl holiday stories. And honestly, I am so here for it. I always, always, always love reading these. And you guys send in the craziest ones. Like, you never disappoint me, which I love, of course. But yeah, I did ask you on my Instagram to send in your stories from your lads slash girl holidays and I already know you guys will love these like always you know these are absolutely insane (laughs) I'm honestly in love with them so you know what I just think we should you know jump straight in and react to these because why the fuck not and I'm actually gonna start this one with a good one, with a really, really good one. This one has to be one of my favorites. Um, honestly, when this one was sent in, you know, I already, I, I was laughing. I was laughing so much. And I'm also, you know, telling some of my stories, but it's not as fun as this one. But anyways, guys, let's hop. <laughs> let's hop straight into it. Why don't we? Okay, so the first one is... I went to Magaluf with the lads a while ago and we were there for a week and I had saved up money for it so I could, you know, go big or go home. And of course, I went big. So on the first night when we went out with the lads, we had these bets. And if you lost a bet, you basically had to take a shot. And for some odd reason, I lost like seven bets, which equals seven shots back to back. As you can imagine, I was pretty drunk because the shots weren't the only thing I was drinking. One of my mates suggested that we go to a strip club and I was like, fuck yeah, never been. So why not? Basically, as a first timer, I fell in love with every single stripper that gave me attention. What most sensible people do is that they take a certain amount of money with them for a night out so they don't spend it all at once. And so the certain amount of money I had had with me that evening was all gone after like five minutes of being at the stripper club. So what I did was I went back to the hotel and not only to get more cash but to get my wallet also which had all my cards in it. I went back to the strip club and that's when my mind kind of goes blank. I do remember having more alcohol and getting more strippers to dance for me and as I was leaving I do remember leaving without my shoes but the thing is I didn't realize I was leaving without my wallet and my phone. When I go back to the hotel, I realized my shoes were gone, so of course I went back to the strip club, but they weren't there. Next thing I remember was I was waking up outside of my doorstep with a pile of sick, 
next to my face and no shoes. And at this point, I still hadn't realized that I didn't have my phone or my wallet on me. A friend of mine then woke me up, so I went on the sofa to have a lie down and slept for a few more hours. When I woke up midday, I had realized I had nothing with me anymore to then find out my shoes were somehow at the reception. My bank card was with a friend that was at the hotel, but no phone or wallet. Oh my God, honestly, like, you know, when I wake up, I honestly, the first thing I do is I check where the fuck my phone is. But anyways, (laughs) I panicked and I realized I had spent 1,500 pounds in one evening. So basically everything I had saved up for for that trip. The only right thing to do was to go back to the strip club. And when I walked in, I was treated like a celebrity and the bartender handed me my phone and my wallet. Thank God. But still, all money was gone. Go to Megaloof, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Honestly, (laughs) when this was sent in to me. Right. So like I said, if I would wake up, you know, even if I was waking up outside my doorstep or if I, wherever I was waking up, I need to check. I have my phone and my wallet. They like, honestly, I cannot think I cannot even, you know, fully wake up if I don't know where they are. Like they're very, very important. And the fact like was, yeah, this was the first night. And the fact that you spent a thousand 500 pounds in one evening on alcohol and strippers dude <laughs> i feel like okay maybe maybe you have to do that you know once in your lifetime but this is honestly the funniest thing and i i feel very very sorry for you that that happened and i don't you know like i hope your rest of the trip you know you didn't go back to the strip club but at least your phone and your wallet were found Imagine losing your phone and your wallet in Magaluf. It's your first night. You have basically like, I don't know how long you were, like a week or something. Yeah, a week. And so imagine just, oh my God. Honestly, I'm so, so glad that you found them because (laughs) you would have been fucked, my friend. You would have been fucked. And I mean, I once, you know, in Lisbon last year, we actually we were also supposed to go to a strip club with the girls but they were like yeah it's like 50 euros and we were like nope (laughs) so i can only imagine how expensive it is inside of those clubs and you know i think it's like pretty exclusive i don't know like i i honestly i don't know i've never been we tried we didn't get in just because we didn't want to pay because we were also like yeah i've never been to a strip club like what's the hype about you know we're gonna go hype up some girls you know, we were going to be like, yes, girl, qu- like queen, whatever, dance. No, it's fine. You know what? Um, I've never been to Magaluf and probably never will go to Magaluf. But hey, I mean, at least you got a story out of it. Think on the positive side, okay? Right. And the okay, next one. But this one is actually, this is, I'm, I'm actually going to like tell my own story because it's pretty funny. It's like, one of those like what the fuck were you thinking Sophia moments you know so basically like me and 
I can't remember if we were like four girls. We were like me plus four. We were like five. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. So me and our like girl group, we went to Barcelona. We went there for a week um, to celebrate my birthday some more because, you know, you can never go wrong with that. We had just been actually like, was it two weeks or one week in Croatia before that? We missed our flight and everything, but that wasn't our fault. Anyways, a story for another time. But yeah, so we went to Barcelona and it was like on night one, we went to a restaurant and we're like, you know, we look at the menu and we tell the waiter, we're like, we just saw on the menu like one liter sangria, you know, buckets. And so we tell the waiter, we're like, oh, can we have like five of one liter sangrias, please? So honestly, like five liters. And the waiter literally gave us the most major side eye and asks us, you know, where are you guys from? Because he had never seen anyone drink a liter of sangria by themselves. And you know what? That should never had happened. And, you know, we're like, yeah, we're from Finland. And he's like, right, yeah, makes sense. You know, everyone always thinks that us from Finland, we're like alcoholics. And, you know, I don't blame them us Finns, we we are pretty good at drinking, you know. But, you know, we down the sangrias in like 15 minutes, like you usually do, and we go to the club and we drink even more. <laughs> and then when we leave for another club, we were actually trying to, you know, get a taxi. And in Barcelona, I don't know why, but it was like very hard to get a taxi. So me and one of the girls, we just go on a bench to sit next to these guys and they were like smoking, you know what? And we were intrigued, but we were just like looking at our friend who was like fighting groups of people trying to sort of taxi out. (laughs) The two guys, uh, guys, they actually ask us if we want, you know, to smoke with them. And we're like, fuck yeah, you know, we've never done that before. So absolutely. And we do that and we get a taxi and you know, we go to the next club and then we actually meet like this group of guys and we're vibing with them. And one of the guys comes home with us, like with our friend and they have sex and whatnot. And then the next morning we go to a brunch and we get some more white girl wasted. And my friend who had had the guy over, she's like, she's literally sitting over the table and she's like, guys, I'm going to like puke. I feel so bad. Like, I don't know if I'm going to shit my pants. I'm not sure. Like, this is not okay. And she was just like sitting there downing her mimosas. And yeah, if hangover was a person, that would have been, you know, her. (laughs) Anyways, um, she actually then goes to the toilet. And when she comes back, she's like giving us this look on her face like she's just seen a ghost but she's also like laughing so we're like okay like what's going on and she then says that the last night's condom was still inside of her and when me and my best friend we heard that honestly like I almost peed my pants and we started laughing so hard like I've never heard that you've had a condom stuck inside of you you know, overnight. And how did you not realize that the condom, you know, wasn't there? I know we were, you know, we were all very drunk, but like, how can you not, (laughs) you know, feel that you have a condom inside of you? You know, so I was just like looking at her like, oh my God, honestly. 
But yeah, we meet up with the rest of our friends like on the beach. And of course, you know, I have to tell everyone what happened last night, you know, with the smoking and then what happened during the brunch. So I speak like Finnish and Swedish. Swedish is my mother tongue, but I'm from Finland. So, you know, I speak Finnish, whatever. I say it in Finnish because one of our friends only speaks that. And I'm like, oh my God, guys, you will never guess what happened last night. You know, we smoked some, you know what? And I like literally shout out the word. I'm not going to say it on the link on the podcast, but anyways. And our friend is like, shut the fuck up. Like there's a Finnish family right next to us. And I look over and the mom is giving us the biggest side eye ever. And, you know, holding her hands on her kids' ears. And so I'm like, right, okay, just shut the fuck up. So I'm like, okay, I can't speak Finnish, so I'll speak Swedish. And I then, you know, talk Swedish and I, again, scream out loud. loud. I'm like, oh my God, guys, she had last night's condom still inside of her. And she just realized like when she went to the toilet and we were at this brunch, like this and that and blah, blah, blah. And our other friend literally is like, shut the fuck fuck up again like there's also a Swedish family right next to us and so I look to my left and the family is sitting there with their mouths wide open and they look like they literally want to deport me out of the country um have I learned my lesson absolutely not and I still keep shouting out stupid shit at not so right times and you know we move You know, sometimes I could just whisper or keep some stuff to myself, but I feel like, I don't know, I just don't think before I speak. And, you know, I'm on holiday. I don't expect there to be a family from Finland sitting on one of the biggest beaches in Europe right next to us. I mean, Barcelona is a very popular destination, but still, like, we're not in freaking Fuengirola. How do I say Fuengi? We're not in Malaga, okay? (laughs) And there's a lot of Finnish people there. You can't even walk down the street without, you know, hearing another Finn. And it's like, I just escaped Finland to go on holiday. And now I'm basically in Finland again. But you know what? We move. We move. Um, I will definitely not learn my lesson ever but I feel like it's fun you know what and I you know they they got to hear a good story and um I got a story out of it so that happened that's one of many many girls trip stories okay (laughs) but let's move on okay this one is also insane so I went on a girl's trip to Ibiza whilst being in a relationship and came back home with a new boyfriend. Where do I even begin? I was in an extremely happy relationship for about three years. We even lived together and we had a dog together who was about a year old. My girlfriends had always dreamed of going to Ibiza and my best friend was actually turning 21. No, sorry, 29. So we were like, yep, one last hurrah before she turns 30. So off to Ibiza we go. And me and my boyfriend had had a small argument about the whole trip because he didn't see a point of me going on a girl's trip to a place that was crowded with single guys and them only having one thing on their mind. I told my boyfriend not to worry about anything because I loved him and obviously I wasn't going to go there and flirt with anyone. Like I said, 
It was my best friend's 29th birthday. After going back and forth, he was like, fine, had the best time, but you better FaceTime me every single day so I can see you're all right. Of course, they agreed and off we went on our girls trip. The holiday, of course, already started at the airport. We were taking tequila shots as one does and then the party continued on the plane. Everyone was in a good mood and honestly, everyone must have been drunk on that flight and someone even had their speaker with them. And so we were like, oh my God, guys. And so we were listening to some proper good tunes. When we landed, we just took our stuff to the hotel and got ready quickly and went for dinner. We didn't eat much because the only thing on our mind was to get to the club ASAP. It was a bit hard for me since I was in a relationship and I was the only one in a relationship out of the eight of us. So I felt like I couldn't really enjoy it like the rest of them because they were all flirting with a group of guys and I just had to turn everyone down. The night goes on and there's this one guy that starts talking to me and he was from a different guy group. We chat for a good hour or so and I never mentioned I had a boyfriend. He was buying all my drinks for me and he was taking us from club to club to club because he was a DJ on the island. So he basically could do whatever he wanted. Okay, slay, honestly. (laughs) I honestly loved his vibe and he was me but a guy version of me. So we got along so well and I could instantly feel a connection between us. And I wasn't even thinking about my boyfriend back home. I know, I'm awful. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit... (laughs) It's a bit bad, I would say. Anyways, I could see my boyfriend texting me and calling me, and I told the guy I was with that it was my brother so that he wouldn't question it again. The night goes on, and we actually end up hooking up, and the weird thing was that I didn't even feel bad about it. I had such a big crush on this man, it was insane. My boyfriend then, the next day, called me, and I told him my phone died, etc. I mean, he seemed to believe it. I kept seeing the guy over and over again and he was confessing his feelings to me already on the second day and my friends were also saying how they could see that I was glowing but in in a different way. Some of the girls were really mad at me because obviously I had done such a... (laughs) Guys, hello? I had done such a horrible thing to my boyfriend who was doing dog sitting at our house. I don't blame them. After hooking up like every night and seeing each other constantly, we actually ended up getting matching tattoos, which was a cute little smiley face on our ankles. I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend whilst I was on the trip and the guy I was seeing in Ibiza ended up taking me around Europe with him for three weeks. We became official. We now live together. We're engaged and I'm expecting my first baby with him. I did come clean to my fiancé after our Europe trip, and I mean, as you can see, he didn't really mind it. Don't judge me, please. Girl, okay, where do I, where do I even begin? Look, okay, the, not the only thing I'm going to say, but one of the things that I'm going to say is that, okay, you can't do anything about your feelings, but Okay, no, actually, first of all, why is everyone getting matching tattoos with someone on a trip? I mean, like I said, I've got matching tattoos, but that was like with my cousin on my birthday last year (laughs) in Portugal. But still, everyone's out here getting matching tattoos with guys they meet in a club. I mean, why not? Why the fuck not? Would I do that? Honestly, probably yes. So I have nothing to say, but... (laughs) This is insane. 
This is insane. I mean, you can't do anything about your feelings, but you shouldn't let yourself get to a point where you're hooking up with someone while you're still in a relationship. I mean, I'm so against cheating that it's not like if I'm in a happy relationship and, you know, there's a guy flirting with me, I I do shut it down, you know? And even though I am a pretty flirty person, you know, like I said, if I'm in a relationship, I shut it down or, you know, you're like at least clean about it. You're like, hey, look, I have a boyfriend, you know, you seem super nice, but this can't go any further than this. You know, absolutely. Like, in my opinion, you're allowed to talk to guys and, you know, stuff like that, but not hooking up with them. And the I have a question, like, what what did your boyfriend say when you just out of nowhere break up with him while you're still in Ibiza? And if this is like a week's trip or something, like, did you ever tell your boyfriend what happened? And I mean, okay, now you're engaged. Congratulations. Honestly, congratulations. And you're expecting your first baby and at least you came clean to your fiance. But I feel like this is this is an insane story. I don't really know how to feel about it because, you know, okay, I mean, you only live once, but I personally couldn't do this, you know, if I was in a happy relationship, I wouldn't get a smiley face with my, you know, date or not even a date, like with a random guy on my ankle and then breaking up with my boyfriend while he's dog sitting our dog at home in our house but i mean look okay everyone's different everyone's different but at least okay i mean i feel like there's a lot more to this story but this is this is so insane this is so insane i mean i hope you're happy i hope you're happy but like oh my god this <laughs> I feel like I said the word insane a lot now already, but holy crap. I'm scared of going to Ibiza now, guys. I'm not in a relationship, so, but still, like, you guys are making these holidays seem scary. <laughs> no, but I bet you, you lived, you lived your life, but still, I, in my opinion, Personally, I think it's very wrong what happened, but uh, I don't really know. There's so many opinions about this. I wish I had someone here to talk to me about it. Maybe you guys can send in some DMs what your thoughts are on this, you know, but there's like, I don't judge anyone. There's no judgment on this podcast, you know, whatsoever. I'm just, you know, I have some personal opinions about it. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on. I spent 22,000 pounds on a night out. This already started off extreme. (laughs) Okay, so went on a lad's holiday to Dubai for a week. Okay, that says a lot already. There was five of us going and we have a good friend living out there who we met up with. We booked one of the most expensive hotels and the hotel was this huge party hotel which is really well known for their pool parties every day but especially during the weekends. We invite our friend out with us on that Saturday and we were gonna get day drunk and then in the evening we had a dinner reservation booked for this really well known restaurant that basically turned into a club after 11 p.m. 
anyways, we're day drinking, we're ordering bottles and bottles and bottles, and of course, inviting girls to our table because we're six single blokes who want to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that. The girls are ordering drinks, we keep ordering drinks, and again, bottles, and no one's keeping track of the bill, because why would you when you're drunk? We're getting champagne showers and everything, and we're living like kings. Mind you, this is like the second day or third. Doesn't really matter. At the end of the pool day, it's like 7 p.m., dinner reservations at 9.30 p.m. One of the lads has passed out on the daybed. One of the lads is shagging some girl at his hotel room. I end up getting the pill. Pill. <laughs> I end up getting the bill, and I don't even look at the price. The payment goes through. We go and get ready for dinner, and we head out. Same thing happens at dinner. We order bottles and bottles and bottles and everything, food, etc. We took the girls with us and we wanted to treat them for a night out. At the end of the night, again, Bill comes over and I'm like, guys, it's my treat. I will pay. Don't worry. This is where shit goes down. I had maxed out my credit card during the day, aka spent 22,000 pounds at a pool party and couldn't pay for the dinner. The bill was about 10K. Oh my god. Okay. Have to admit this was the most embarrassing moment of my life. It's in the middle of the night so couldn't even call my bank. Another guy ended up paying. I didn't have any money for the rest of the trip and that was not good. Never going to Dubai again. Okay. First of all, you know, I <laughs> I'm very bad at uh saving money. I um I could it's not like I'm going to go to a beach club and spend 22k on champagne showers, but I also wouldn't say I wouldn't do that <laughs> because I feel like I would definitely do that. But how do you max out your, I don't like, how do you max out your credit card on day one? Or no, sorry, it wasn't even the day one. Was it like the second or third? Anyways, you max out your like credit card um you spent 22,000 during the day and 10,000 in the evening i mean i've been at like our our group we've done some expensive nights out in dubai and um so i have absolutely nothing to say about that but how like how how do you max like that is insane amount of money that seem that makes it seem like you know money is just growing on trees but then again it's a credit card so it's credit anyway still like that is insane and the fact that you didn't have any money left and you were for a week in dubai um with the lads i mean uh, i feel like your bank probably thought that you got robbed or something <laughs> oh my god and imagine in front of like the girls but i mean you guys seem to do pretty well at least you know if someone's just like oh no no, no i'll just get it it's fine <laughs> oh my god how do you just that i can't wrap my head around how do you spend 32 grand in one day like i oh my god I just like I'm just sitting here thinking about it and honestly I just I just can't wrap my head around it. I just I just can't wrap my head around it whatsoever. 32k. I mean 
honestly, I, I should have come with. That would have been insane. We would have had the best time. You know what? <laughs> I'll get the bill. I'll, I'll get the bill. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I would say, you know, let's continue. These, these stories are insane. Again, how do you spend 22K on a night out? And then how do you go on a girl's trip to Ibiza in a relationship and you come back with a new boyfriend and you're basically engaged and expecting your <laughs> expecting a baby? This is insane. Um, but like I said, let's move on. So the next one is went on a lad's holiday, told work I was sick for a week, ended up being on a television show and my boss saw it and I got fired. Oh my God. Okay. Basically went on a lad's holiday a couple of years ago, right before COVID to a country in Europe. Don't want to expose too much. We're a big group and we had planned this trip for a year or so. Everyone finally got time off work except for me. So I told work I was sick. So of course we were going to make the most of it. We're having the time of our lives and getting hammered, pulling girls from left, right, and center. Like I said, I had told off work that I was still be that I was ill, that I was ill because of course I was going to make this trip. I was not going to miss it for the world. My best mate at work was the only one who knew I was on this trip. So you already know he was overly dramatizing at work on how sick I was. Everyone believed him, of course. What could go wrong? Am I right? Well, One evening, we're getting absolute smashed and we're sitting at this bar near the beach and we see this documentary getting filmed and they were interviewing single people walking down the the road. And of course, I thought it was going to be such a good idea to go and join the interview. So me and my mates walk up to the camera and I cannot remember what the interviewer asked me, but I remember I was shouting into the camera. I told my boss I'm sick and here I am getting drunk with the lads and no one will ever know. Moral of the story, my boss saw this documentary a few months later and fired me. (laughs) Oh my god, I feel like that, this, this would absolutely 100% happen to me. Thank god I have bosses who are very, very chill. They don't care what the fuck I do with my life. But this was, this would definitely happen to me. I remember I used to work, um, you know, when I was like 18 or something. And, uh, you know, basically you had to go out every weekend, not that, you know, of course don't do that anymore, but yeah, went, had to go out every weekend. And I remember like calling in sick and I was like, yeah, like I'm going to be so sick, you know, and told them like I was puking everywhere and stuff. And they, they did not believe me. I mean, they did for like a few minutes, but then I got caught. So, you know, this was, this was, I mean, this would definitely happen to me. Um, and, uh, you know what? I really want to see this documentary. So, you know, I will be asking, I will be, I will be asking a few more questions and I feel like we all need to follow up on this because I, I need to see this. How does that happen though? You're filming a documentary in another country and then it's like airing somewhere and then your boss sees it. Maybe he, maybe someone sent it to him. I don't know, but I feel like that's just, that is just my luck. That would be just like <laughs> 100%. But that that's insane. I hope you learned something. I hope you don't go, you know, first of all, maybe try and get, you know, time off work a bit earlier. 
and um, maybe don't go up to camera crews or cameras and tell them that no one will ever find out that you're on this lad's holiday getting drunk, you know? And no one's ever going to find out because everyone's going to find out. Okay. Okay, Peter. Everyone's, everyone is going to find out. <laughs> it's, oh my God. I wasn't even on this like TikTok. Oh my God. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I also, yeah, got caught in something similar. I was getting drunk and this like TikTok crew thing, whatever. They were like filming this video and they were like, oh, geez, well, how old would you be if you were born like 10 years ago? And of course, you like say 10, but I said 14 because I'm stupid. Actually, I'm not. I had seen these videos and I was like, if ever if someone ever asks me like, you know, um, how old you would be if you were born 10 years ago, I would answer it correctly. And I didn't. And then this video went viral on TikTok, blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah, got caught from that as well. So that was really fun. But yeah, what have we learned not to go on these stupid things when you're drunk? Okay. <laughs> okay. So the next one, I went to Las Vegas with the boys and we went to 50 cents after party because he had a club in Vegas. My mate gets reactions when he flies, so we're about 40 hours from flying and he gets really bad sniffles and bad guts. He got a bit of a cold, a bit of a flu, and we were in the club and 50 Cent is obviously there and everyone else also. Every celebrity you could think of was there. My mates when then turned around and goes, I've got to go for it. Like, I've got to go for it. My stomach is down bad and I'm in a really, really bad way. I've got to go to the toilet. And I'm like, mate, you can't have a shit in 50 cents club at this after party. You can't destroy 50 cents bathroom. You just can't do this. And he's like, I can't hold it. Like, I'm going to shit on the floor. And so then I just go, just go, just fucking go and have a shit. And he's gone to the toilet and he's sitting there and he's obviously sniffing on the toilet because he's got a cold. And he's been there for so long, the bouncers thought he was there for them doing something else, you know, as they could just hear him sniff. So what they've done is they booted the door down whilst he's sitting on the toilet with his pants around his ankles and then dragged him out by his feet and his arms literally in the air with his pants around his ankles in front of everyone with his old boy hanging out and him screaming I was just having a shit I was just having a shit (laughs) and they just dragged him through the club with his ass hanging out and 50 cent turns around and he's like damn that's fucked up (laughs) so that was a little claim to fame oh my god honestly a good friend of mine sent this in and I had never heard this story before and When he sent this in to me, I laughed so hard. I feel like, again, something that would definitely happen to me and my friends, you know, stomach is going bad. What What's it called when you have like, I don't know, I can't, you know, something would be whatever, doesn't matter. <laughs> Honestly, that's so insane. And imagine like 50 Cent now knows you just had the biggest shit of your life in his bathroom and you're getting dragged out and your dick is hanging out and your ass is hanging out and there's probably like girls looking at you. And (laughs) honestly, that's so insane. Oh my God. I feel like my favorite word is insane because I keep saying it all the time. But you know what? At least again, you got a story out of this. 
you went first of all i want to go to a 50 cents after party i saw him for the first time last year in the summer because i went to this like rap festival in finland it's called like Blockfest, and 50 cent is fucking amazing imagine his after parties but you know what i learned from this story not like if we ever do go to 50 cents after party with the gals um maybe not have a shit in his bathroom and definitely not go anywhere near 50 cent if you have a cold because the bouncers are pretty much just gonna drag you out you know but (laughs) yeah like i said insane story insane story um yeah honestly 50 cent i will see you in vegas baby (laughs) next one went on a lad's holiday to ibiza a year ago oh my god i feel like every single story has almost been in ibiza this act like i'm going to ibiza in july and this actually makes me a bit like scared to go what is gonna happen in ibiza is anyone else gonna be in ibiza i feel like everyone anyways (laughs) went on a lad's holiday to ibiza a year ago it was a last minute decision to go there because we were actually in marbella first But anyways, we ended up in Ibiza with the lads and I had just come out of a long-term relationship so wanted to make the most of it at the trip. There were some good-looking girls everywhere and so I was flirting with every other girl until I saw the fittest girl ever. She had this blue bikini on and she looked like she was living her best life when she was partying at this pool club we were at. I go up to her and I could tell she was a bit older than me. I would say around 15 years at least. She was looking like a MILF, which I, of course, liked. I had always had a thing for women that were older than me. Well, I had a thing for them before this trip. (laughs) Anyways, I go up to her and she seemed a little bit similar, not similar, familiar, sorry, but just thought I had seen her somewhere a few days before or something. Didn't think too much about it and I was so drunk at this point, it was a joke. We're flirting back and forth and honestly, can't really remember everything we talked about. I fancied her so much, so after the pool club, I take her back to my hotel room and we have sex. She stayed for a bit longer in the room with me, so we went on the balcony and we had a cigarette. And as I sobered up a little bit, we keep talking about life, and that's when she tells me she used to work at the school I went to back home. I was like, no fucking way. I asked her some more questions about it, and that's when we both realized that she's been my substitute teacher ages ago what the actual fuck she didn't work at that school anymore or at any school but i don't know why i thought that was sexy as fuck basically fucked my old teacher (laughs) is this something that like only happens in ibiza is it like you go to ibiza and you just find a new boyfriend after like a day or you like fuck your old teacher or like what is up with ibiza (laughs) i feel I feel like we're still going to have the best time, but just one second, like fucking your old teacher. Uh, Okay. Um, Substitute teacher. Why not? I mean, she, I don't know how old you are, but like if she's 15 years older than you, she's not, you know, that much older than you. I have friends who are like with people who are, you know, 10, 15 years older than them. So I mean, like, why not? Why the fuck not? you know, and if she's looking like a MILF, Hmm? and if that was something that you were, like, into, why not, and you couldn't know, okay, (laughs) that's such a vibe, I can't believe you had sex with your old teacher, 
maybe if that would have happened, maybe not. If that would have happened, if she, yeah, no, she would get fired and you would get like suspended. I don't know how that happens. But anyways, that is cool as fuck though. I remember I used to have like the biggest crush on my arts teacher. He was such a man candy. He was such a man. Like I, <clears throat> if he, um, never mind. Anyways, don't come to beat up. <laughs> no, but like, um, of course you, you, I mean, you know, I like, I don't blame you if you, I don't, whatever how could you have known <laughs> how could you have known am i right okay i have this one last story and it's actually so funny <laughs> it's it's so funny honestly um i'm just going to i'm just going to read it out okay <laughs> Right. So the story goes, I had a mate when I was about 20 or 21 and he actually didn't come on this lad's holiday because he said he was going traveling. But anyways, I told my friend, hey, come with us. We're going to Ibiza. Oh my God, guys. Again, Ibiza. Please come with us. And he said, no, like I really, I can't come. I'm going traveling. I'm going to New Zealand for a few months. And so I just said, look, okay, don't worry about it. And so we go to Ibiza and we're sitting there at a restaurant, me and my mate. And I was just thinking like, this is fucking great. This is brilliant. I'm loving the music. I'm loving the vibe, everything. And then one of my friends gets a text and we've got this girl that we grew up with and her brother is gay and he's very well known in the gay community. He knows everyone and texts him like, have you told James, aka and me, and that's not his name, I'm being you know anonymous does he know about nick the guy who went traveling and so we're like oh yeah yeah, like no yeah he went traveling and the guy you know the the gay guy just says no like guys look at this and he's taken a screenshot from a gay porn site and nick had rather gone traveling no sorry nick didn't go traveling turns out he had gone elsewhere to become a gay porn star and to earn money but the worst bit was that he went under my name and i was like what the fuck and so now people thought it was me james tall blonde guy blue eyes six feet making porno for a living <laughs> oh my god like i like i can't believe this story i cannot believe this story and i mean hey you got to make a living somehow. There's no judgment. You know, if that's your vibe, then that's your vibe. I mean, I feel like so many people do it nowadays, you know, OnlyFans and everything, but <laughs> I can't believe he used your name, your first and last name. And now people, I assume, were thinking you were making porno for a living while you were actually just sitting in Ibiza having the best time with your friends. And it was just someone you knew who was using your name. I don't like, is that illegal? <laughs> I would think that would be illegal. I don't know. But that like, that that is actually insane. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> 
feel like this this is just from like a movie or something you know like yeah like no i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to new zealand for a few months and then nope he's like on this gay porn site making porn for a living earning them bucks and using your name i mean hey things could be worse things could definitely definitely be worse if you ask me (laughs) but guys honestly these stories are insane again my favorite word insane and you know like I always say when I react to your stories I could listen not yeah even listen because some uh send me voice notes actually and so I need to type them out but I could listen to these all day I could read these all day I could like make honestly like a 10 hour just podcast reacting and reading out these stories (laughs) you know there's people getting new boyfriends and getting engaged and expecting their first child with people they just met on a trip you know there's people spending you know 32k in one day you know good for you hopefully you got your you know credit card sorted out in the end you know after your trip There's people fucking their old teachers. There's people, you know, making porn and using your name. (laughs) There's, hey, 50 cents after party and, you know, taking you're taking a shit at 50 cents after party and you getting dragged out with your dick hanging out. You know, there's a lot of things. And there's one of my favorite ones, you spend 1,500 pounds in a strip club on the first day, first night, sorry, and you lost everything. And then there's me who just shout out stupid ass shit on the beach without thinking that there could be people around me that do understand what I'm saying, you know? But yeah, like I always say, it's these are my favorite ones. These are honestly my favorite, my favorite, my favorite podcast episodes, just reading your stories and reacting to them and giving my, I can't even give my input. You know, I'm basically lost of words, (laughs) but I do hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And everyone, happy 1st of May. This is so exciting. It's May soon on Monday, but still happy, happy spring. And I will talk to you next week.